0: I T, welcome, welcome everyone to a state of Gwent Episode 8. I am your host, Ragnar, here as almost always with...
1: Balazar, hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm back. I'm You're back, out, I, I feel
0: like we should have like a special welcome back party. Woo, cheering, yeah. uh, thunderous applause from all It's How
1: is all. How was the move subtle, before no. anything I'm in else? An okay. Finding a place in Sydney is insane. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I guess all of our Sydney listeners will understand.
0: Yeah, uh, the property market, for those of you who don't know, in Sydney is just ridiculous. Sydney is like, well, for those of you who don't live in Australia, Sydney is, is obviously the biggest city in Australia, and renting there is crazy and um, expensive, and uh, I'm just glad I don't live in Sydney anymore. <laughs> uh, but you yeah. found a place, finally,
1: and you're settled now? Yes, finally. Yes. sun furniture.
0: And and you've can... got a view of the city, even though you're like 20 minutes or so away, yeah.
1: which is nice. Yes, yes, it's nice.
0: Fantastic. So, hey, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get a bit more uh, of you back, which is awesome. Uh, and have oh, yeah, you been certainly. playing much lately, or are you just getting started again after a break? Uh,
1: since I just got the internet hooked up um, a few days ago, uh, I've just been playing since the um, ladder came out.
0: Ah, yes,
1: uh, yes. Just the... So it's been fun, but... Um, you know it's it's been interesting as well
0: yeah, and uh, hey, good segue there, because uh, I, I think I'm going to take the liberty of t- titling this episode uh, Pro Ladder, Schmo Ladder? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, well, because I, I kind of feel like a schmuck at the moment, because, uh, I mean, what, how many days are we into the Pro Ladder? What is it, like four or something? like? Sh- like?
1: Yeah, yeah, four, I think. Four,
0: and I, I've played like um, 11 games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slightly behind. 1100? No, no,
1: yeah. Oh, just 11. Oh, okay.
0: not, not really. What, what are you up to, Belazar? Uh,
1: six. Six?
0: <laughs> Aren't we the best pro players? Wow.
1: Four at least days. We, yeah, at least we were trying it a little bit, I guess. It's, yeah, so... That's, it's actually really good uh, yeah. to... as Of an idea. Um, oh, I, I love no the concept. No denying that.
0: The, the idea of the pro ladder, just having, you know, the average of your four um, yeah. best uh, factions count... Uh, is adds so much diversity.
1: Yeah, because the thing is, I played all these decks anyway, so for me it's just uh, it's kind of fun to try a lot of them, and you know, with consequence, like you know, uh, w- with a matter of that will help towards my ultimate score
0: yeah exactly uh and also that you know you won't be facing against people that are just playing the best deck or the you know the tier one decks you know the two or three maybe tier one decks which is awesome
1: Uh, yeah that's a very good point yeah just the diversity element because you know at at some point you have to switch over once you've played a hundred games yeah yeah
0: and the other thing as well is uh because of the way the matchmaking system works um, you know, if you are playing an, a faction where, you know, say you get your first faction up to 100 games and then you're playing people all, all of that high faction in MMR uh, and then you start a, a faction that you haven't played, then, you know, it's based on faction MMR, isn't it? So, you know, yeah. you're playing people, you know, a, a similar to your faction uh, uh, MMR level. So, you know, you kind of get to learn the um the factions you might not be as familiar with or the decks you might not be as familiar with with the other you know pr- quote unquote pros learning those um you know their decks as well which which is freaking awesome <laughs>
1: that's a good
0: call uh but uh hey i i know i mentioned uh uh dismal average of games uh what is it two two games a day something like that uh, i'm looking right now at the pro ladder ladder <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess? Just, I don't know, how many games the top player has played? Oh, I saw it
1: the other day. It four must days. Be like, four uh, days. So I saw it the other day. So it was like 379 or something. So I'd say 450. Wow, you must be looking at a different ladder than me, because <laughs> the first oh. one
0: I can see is three fifty. Uh,
1: right.
0: yeah, 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 you must be adding an extra couple hundred in there. But um, uh, which actually it's quite interesting because the first player, uh, who is, uh, I'm gonna butcher his name, Rivolf uh, it's, it's at 350 matches at the moment. The second player is at 265. Oh, uh, wow, that's huge! And then it gets huge. you know similar to that: 250, 238, 226, and so on. So, uh, yeah, and and I, I know for the first couple days there were people just like just crazy amounts of game. I mean, you you've got to remember 350 games in four days. So that let's do the math on that yeah that's that's like what 80 games a day uh yeah. more than 80 games more a day which is oh just God. ridiculous i know i saw someone on the very first day uh when it came out there was like a huge race and there was one guy who was just light years ahead of everyone else after the first 10 or so hours because he literally just p- played nonstop stop for like i think over 12 hours by the end of it uh, and he was just a lot faster uh, than uh, than everyone else getting there. So um, the good thing, though, is it, it's going to kind of
1: average out, you know, after the first couple weeks. Right. OK, then, OK. I'm going to now. Yeah. Now I did the math and just <laughs> what he's playing on an average over four days. Yes. Of three point, like three point six games an hour. There's no way. But OK, take There's take no take off eight hours for sleeping. Then what do you have? No. So that will be even more. So be, yeah, yeah, it's impossible because yeah. you, you can't play that many games in an hour. Yeah. Because each game, if you're playing it to fruition, okay. Unless he's like leaving. Wait, are these matches? Are they? Maybe maybe he's leaving all the
0: Amir Mill matches <laughs> he faces oh, yeah. against because those take forever. Um, okay, okay. Well, I, I do have to say though that there's a certain element of you could leave a lot of games just to get up that, you know, to the 100 games. Because, you know, obviously, with the Pro Ladder, you have to get to 100 games for your 100% of that faction's ever matter count, right? Oh, yeah. I, S- yeah, so true. you you could, say you you played the first 50, and you won, like, you know, say you won 40 out of the 50. You could just, theoretically, you could just leave the next
1: 50. Uh, um, I guess you and- could be- like that's not, Like yeah. that means yeah, something. But uh, uh, I don't know exactly weird. how that works with the average MMR.
0: Um But yeah, it's it's. I, I'm just looking. Um, here's another little statistic for you as well. So, uh, uh, what what faction would you guess that he's played zero of?
1: Um, just going
0: no! Actually, do you know, interestingly enough, um, again, this is just me watching in the first couple of days the latter quite closely, uh, a lot of players chose to play, uh, at least the ones that are the, in, in the top front page uh, in the first day or two, chose to play Scoyotel first.
1: I can understand. I'm playing Scoia'tael at the moment, actually. <laughs> yeah, are you playing a, Based... a dwarf deck, right? Sorry? A dwarf-based deck? I'm not playing that um, full moon one. I'm playing another one, which also um, I saw some others play, ah, okay. uh, and it was uh, it was so basically. I, I could, we can get into it a bit later, but just just for a preview, I'm playing the one with like the double gold weather, mm-hmm. and um, a merry, uh you know the hailstorm.
0: Yes, yes, and it's of kind of
1: really a movement based deck. So you move them into weather. Basically, the thing is, what what it's abusing is that no one is running any of the full clears at the moment. Interesting, and hardly anyone is running any clears at all. So when you stick a ragnarok or when you stick a, a drought it stays for the whole round that's true
0: i i actually have seen a few people on stream playing decks with both of those cards yeah. uh it's interesting i don't know but like uh, i like i've i've seen people try Axemen as well like it, it's decent but it's it's still not that like it's i mean it's not tier 1 i'll say that um so i i think but- I marigolds said, hailstorm closing...
1: though that is a staple yeah. that I see in almost everyone's deck at the moment. Yeah, but see that's the thing when you play movement and you play those two gold weathers, yeah. you may, you force people to stack. Yeah. Um, I can and see. Then, and you totally get all of your weathers and marigolds because the thing, the beautiful thing with the elves are uh, Yavin, their spy. Yes. It says it pulls a spell and a unit. So if you have two of the three in your hand, you know he'll pull the other one. Or if you have none in your hand. He'll pull the other one, and when you play Bruver Hoog as your um, hero, which is probably very you know not played very often um, because Ethne is much better, I guess most people would say, you can guarantee that you get Yaven. And spies are a big element of sure. you know like the kind of the whole tempo and. Actually, it's, it's interesting
0: you mentioned stacking because uh, in the games that I've seen so far, um, a lot of people, a lot of, or at least a lot of decks naturally. I don't know. I don't know about the word naturally, but a lot of people are stacking in the types of decks that I use anyway. Uh, you know, mainly in one row. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe that's just waiting for the meta to settle. But hail still seems to be like a very defining card in the meta at the moment. Oh yeah, and a it's lot of games Yeah, kind of. a lot of games go down if you've got that and when you play it. Um, and just the, the ridiculous points you can get off it. So, yeah. And um, there's the
1: thing, I will
0: always have that
1: because of the Yaven kind yeah, of thing.
0: That's, it's true, it's true. Now, hey, back to my original question. Uh, the... Uh, first player, he's got zero matches played under Nilfgaard, which is interesting.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. that is interesting. Yeah, wow. um, I would have thought Skelliger second, but no. Nilfgaard.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I was thinking Skelliger as well. He's got fifty under Skelliger, and and the other three, he's got a hundred in each. Uh, now, just going down the list, I won't go too far, but I'll just look at the top three. Uh, so, number two player at the moment is eight and nine, no ten. <laughs> uh, that's their name, and he or she has a um, hundred matches in Northern Realms and Skellige, uh, forty-nine in Monsters, zero in Skoytel, and sixteen in Nilfgaard, uh, which is quite interesting uh and then the third player the player that I am I'm am kind of rooting for at the moment is Mago uh and he's got 100 in Skjertel 100 in Skellige, 50 in Northern Realms and 0 in Nilfgaard and monsters how about that he's got 0 in two factions and he's number 3 mm, what does that, is that is tell you
1: best, <laughs> yeah i guess you know it's early days so it is early days it is early days and uh, I guess it also shows that quantity over quality. Like, I mean, maybe this, um, the first guy, Ryof, um, he'll get to the number one position a lot just through pure. Like um brute forcing games. Yes. But then at some point, you know, that'll that won't mean anything.
0: So. Yeah, then you'll start seeing the more uh recognized names you know, getting getting, you know, higher and higher. And and you know what, even on the first page uh, I see a decent number of top players. I see
1: people yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, Crook yeah,
0: Eyes is number five, Freddie Babes is number seven. What else have we got here? Impetuous Panda number fourteen, Sad Fury seventeen. Um, so yeah, you're right. We will see things settle in the next uh, next week or so. But I, I'm just just baffled by the number of games people have played in four days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm yeah. I just think of myself now as just a filthy casual <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it kind of makes me sad though because it's like I really wish I could be like I don't know. Have the time and commitment. I mean, I I've got the time. I just I just can't like I don't have the energy and and effort and, and interest realistically to to play that much. Like I, I I we're playing on the pro ladder, but you know, I, I I won't speak for you, but I I do not think of myself as a pro. Uh, no, 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 I'm not yeah. either. Right. Yeah, so it's it's to me it's fun, and if I play that much, you know, at least at this point. <laughs> I, I I think I it'll lose a lot of the fun for me very
1: quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. I mean, the the most fun would be playing at the highest level, but Job. you know, we have other commitments, family for you and like um work for me, so it's just. Yeah, it's not possible at this point. It's true, it's true.
0: So, yeah, so interesting. We'll see the Pro Ladder develop. It's very, uh, very fantastic that we finally have got it. Uh, it will mean fantastic things uh, for the game. Uh, yep. While we Absolutely. are talking about the Pro Ladder, I will briefly mention, because you can actually access it uh, via the the ranking page uh, on Gwent, uh, on the Gwent page, uh, crown points. So... Uh, if, yeah, it's kind of interesting at the moment. So, if you look at uh, uh, the Crown Points tab at the moment, we see uh, uh, everybody's favorite uh, life coach as number one. Uh, and there's been a little bit of a controversy. I don't want to get too much into this, but I want to briefly go into this because people have been talking about it on Reddit and there's been yeah. some very, I guess, um, very passionate people Always.
1: talking, <laughs>
0: talking, talking well, both sides. I have
1: to ask you one question. Yes. This is. Life coach, a little bit with his beard and all, remind you of Khal Drogo? <laughs> because all I, all I can think about when you said what you just said is, A crown for a king.
0: <laughs> a crown for a
1: queen. Um,
0: what... <laughs> that you did, <laughs> That was so left field. Here I am, trying that's to be really a little well, professional, was, talking yeah. about crown droids and the future we bit, to, and, Yeah, well, know, it looks like sorry, I mean, Calder- watching
1: Game of Thrones. I love you. <laughs> Um, likewise, buddy. Like uh, yeah. the thing is the only question is who who is like the tragarian in this situation. Who's is it JJ? Mm. Uh okay, so
0: live Coach is like the the ambassador for Gwent at the moment, right? Uh so who's the Game <laughs> yep. of Thrones ambassador? I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh oh like uh not various um <laughs> Is it Various, yeah, right? Yeah, is he's like, the Varys. team yeah. Part of every over the course of. Many yeah,
0: life coaches is going to jump around from team to team. <laughs> um, so, hey, with that awesome little. Uh, <laughs> let me just go back to talking about crowd points. I don't know how it can be better than Yeah, you talk about the real about. controversy. Uh, but. <laughs> oh my god, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. So, hey, controversy. And, and the controversy has been all about. Uh, crown points. Uh, crown for the key. <laughs> and uh, and the controversy surrounding that is essentially we've got Life Coach at number one, we've got Noxious at number two, someone who hasn't really been involved in the Grant community since the Grant Challenger, the first Challenger. Um, yeah, I thought he went back to Back Heartstone. to Hearthstone and back to like a whole bunch of other stuff. And that's fine, good for him. Uh, but... And his where all the you know the heated uh, debate is going on, it's kind of retroactively giving people uh, crown points because crown points were only announced recently, uh, and you know the first challenger happened you know what months ago, uh, and you've got you know life coaches at number one, Noxious and number two that have got a lot of crown points from that and that's kind of given them you know automatic entry into um you know future tournaments so uh it's kind of like why is that retroactively adding to those people uh and the other part of the controversy is around um sanctioned um or should i say licensed uh non-cdpr tournaments so Life Coach has been approved to be able to have his own tournaments, which also have crown points um, uh, awarded in them. Uh, and Life Coach, said, you know, Life Coach, I love Life Coach. I watch his stream all the time, and he's got. Oh, yeah. uh, he's. I mean, he's. I. Uh, you know, I don't know if, if you'd agree with me, but I, I think he is the biggest ambassador that we have for Gwent right, right now. I think he's. Would you Would you agree that he's bringing more people to to Gwent yeah. than
1: anyone else at the moment? Yeah. I mean, he's just you know, and, and like after that first win, his name was the most you know, preeminent. Yeah, the story and he ran um, went together,
0: uh, which which happened what a few weeks ago now, uh, and that was huge. Did you watch
1: those matches? Uh, no, I'm, again, I had no internet. at Oh, of course, of course. What am I
0: talking about, Mister No Internet? Well, so hey, uh, just to give a quick rundown, and and for those of you listening at the moment who who didn't see it, Life Coach essentially ran his own. Uh, again, this was before uh, there were crown points, um, uh, before you know official, you know, structured kind of tournament schedule, uh, loosely that we have at the moment from CDPR. Life Coach ran his own kind of tournament out of his house. Uh, and invited several, you know, well-known streamers uh, and players there. Uh, and uh, Mega Mogwai ended up winning that, which was awesome. Uh, there were some great matches in there. Um, and you know, it's probably one of the reasons why Life Coach has gotten approved to be able to run his own tournaments. Uh, but essentially, his kind of selection process, you know, arguably could be called, you know, basically, who thinks. Uh, is going to be the best for, you know, in terms of entertainment, in terms of um, good for Gwent. And I totally agree with that. It's, mm. it's you know, having the well-known streamers or well-known players, names that people already know uh, invited to your tournament... Um, you know, is good for Gwen because it's going to get more publicity. People are going to be, you know, rooting for their players that they already know. Yeah, if, yeah. if someone's a big fan of Mogwai uh, and watches his stream all the time, they're going to tune in. That, that kind of stuff. But when you have tournaments, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, but the issue is when you have tournaments that aren't, I guess, uh, that, that that are completely not subjective at all. Um, the selection process is purely, say, based on on uh, ladder positions and so on. Uh, it it, it it's more open to everyone. I guess the idea is that you want a level playing field, but you also, on the other side of things, you also want to promote Gwent and, and be good for the game in general. Uh, but I know players like uh, Petrify got really, really vocal on Twitter, really, really vocal on Reddit, and was kind of advocating for the, hey, this is not really fair, and this is not good for the, you know objective, competitive scene of Gwent, even though, you know, it may be good for the uh, promotional publicity side of things. So, uh, yeah, so that that's kind of going on at the moment. I, I don't know really where I stand in that. I, I kind of see both sides points. Um, I, I, I think at this stage of kind of Gwent's rise, you know, it's still in beta. It's still, you know, I won't say unknown, but it's still, you know, really really on the growth phase so oh absolutely and i'm not a pro so uh to me it doesn't really matter so much and yes when i when i see a big name out there that i know i'm gonna gonna root for them uh and that's good for the game like we had the uh big tournament at gamescom a few weeks ago uh, and Super JJ made it, and a lot of people were going for for Super JJ, uh, and a lot of people are familiar with him from from his streams, uh, and that was that was really good for the game, because uh, you know a number of other players there were f- you know n- nowhere near as well known, of course. So I'm sure a lot of people just tuned in for Super JJ. Uh, so yeah, I, I can kind of see the both things. Obviously, players that are more on the you know pro scene, like like Petrify, people that really want to be high up there. Uh, people that play every day, people that play you know for hours that end on stream every day, uh, are much more concerned with the you know fairness of it all. So I, I can see their point as well. So it's kind of interesting. We'll, we'll kind of uh, you know I'm interested to see what will happen there if CDPR will make any changes to their kind of. Uh, rules and and uh regulations regarding tournaments and crown points but it's 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 something that's interesting and you know if you if you tune into Reddit and things like that you'll you'll see you might see posts every now and again on that so um yeah we'll see how that develops
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: it'll be interesting very interesting so hey uh now kind of wanted to get into a bit of talk about the meta is that, is that what we we kind of discuss. What do you? Kind of, oh, yeah, I mean, in your seven games, what have you seen in the pro ladder in the last?
1: Yeah. Years? Okay. I can. I can give a breakdown. So the yeah. first thing is, I think what everyone thought would be the most prominent and most powerful was uh, Northern Realms armor, just because they True. were kind of on par with uh, Skoyatel. But then Skoyatel got nerfed, and Northern Realms armor wasn't really touched. Skoyatel got nerfed to hell. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was probably one of the things that I do see. There's a bit of armor, but it's actually. Like, in my seven to eight games, it was quite varied. I think I didn't see a single Skellige. But again, it's such a short sample size. But I saw each of the other kind of races. Um, So I played a bit of Northern Realm's armor. Then I switched over to kind of playing some of the um, kind of movement elves Mm -hmm. and, uh, um, you know, Hailstorm and the double gold weather, which is really interesting because right now no one is running... um, uh, weather Clears, like I was talking about before, this is true. so now's a good time to run that kind of deck because as soon as people get used to it, it'll be kind of a lot harder to, you know, do anything with it. Um, so some of the interesting decks I saw are really like this Full Moon dwarves deck. You were talking about this yes, before, right? Have yes. you played against it?
0: I, I have really played against it, and I've seen people play it on stream. Uh, while I've only played in the pro ProLighter 11 games myself, uh, I've I've watched a lot of streams, uh, and yeah, that's that's a it's a popular deck. It's it's essentially it's based around. Um, uh, well, it's not based around one card. Uh, it's based around. Uh, well, I mean, it largely is based around this dwarf card. Uh, do you remember the name? I'm looking that's up mm-hmm. as
1: we see. Something marauder. Yeah, uh,
0: Mahaka marauder. Uh, so I will just read this card out. So essentially, this card says: Whenever this unit is boosted, damaged, strengthened, or weakened, boost it by two, and its base power is eight. So you know you um, combine that with other cards that can you know buff it, like uh, Full Moon Motion, which you said um yeah. you combine that with uh what else i guess it's it's agitators you can make like six of them instead sure of three. it's it's an anti-weather card in a sense uh you know oh, yeah. better against just, this
1: card. it yeah. keeps getting hit and it doesn't take anything
0: yeah so it's it's a very good card uh and um yeah the dwarf deck is quite good because you also play uh one of the other new um uh, dwarf cards uh, which I'm looking up as we speak it's called yeah, Dwarven Agitator and Dwarven Agitator what it does is base power is two and it says spawn a base copy of a random different bronze card uh, bronze dwarf in your deck so yeah that card allows you to and when thin you... and pull other
1: cards sorry go on it, does, it doesn't thin see it makes a copy so ah, yes, it's actually yes, perfect yes. because it actually is more basically if you only have one other dwarf in your deck other yes. than Agitator which is the full moon deck has so basically the Dwarven agitator becomes uh you know three extra copies of that card and yes. not only that it it's two extra points and an extra body but the only downside is if for some reason you are in a mulligan position where that that Card isn't you know out of your deck for mm-hmm. whatever reason, then it becomes useless, but that's very unlikely, true, true, true.
0: Yeah, and there's uh, yeah, as we said, uh, a number of other ways you can buff it. There's also Dwarven Mercery, which allows you to move a card to another row and boost it by three, so it's kind of like you get five from that. Uh, so yeah, the, the it's, it's quite the good. yeah. It, yeah. It, and like, it's how
1: good. when I first saw that deck, I thought what would be really good is, um, and I guess if people do do it now, is people play, um. What's it called? Um, Yennefer, the one who does the unicorn and the kyrona. Yes, yes, yes. Because if you do either side, they get buffed. So if you do damage, then mm-hmm. all of their guys take damage, and your marauders don't because it equalizes. You know, they take two, but they gain two. True. And if you then buff everyone, and you have more guys on your side, your guys get buffed twice. Like once for the unicorn, and then once just you know in Very the true. because Very of their special ability. Um, what I thought the deck would be really good with, but it, I haven't seen it yet, would be the um, Stammelford's Tremors. But of course, they've nerfed it quite a lot.
0: Tremors, uh, yes. So Stammelford's Tremors, let's just talk quickly about that. So it used to be ridiculous before this hotfix. Yeah, uh, so what it basically did before the hotfix was damage all the units on the board by one. Uh, and if any unit is destroyed, uh, it spawns a Earth Elemental, which, you know, six yeah. base <laughs> power, shield and carry over
1: which is yeah. the crazy thing was right yes. yeah the crazy thing was it's not when an enemy unit dies it's when any unit, dies. Any unit so does. you could have had a situation where you just get a um the elven
0: well, yeah th- that was the common one right
1: and yeah it's just too like i mean they could even change it to an enemy to see how that would be but i think now that they've done this I think it's probably a good move but I think now yeah. it'll be very hard to see that
0: yeah so now now um, now that card got basically completely wiped off the board because now what yeah, it does yeah. is uh, it spawns this just a base six power guy uh, it doesn't have the carrier which is where it was getting ridiculous uh, and so some auto the isn't really used it anymore um,
1: yeah. it's still an interesting card though uh, but... yeah because again in a dwarf deck or in a, in a in a Viking not a Viking sorry in the Axman deck it's one of the only cards still in the game that damages everything. But even in the Axemen deck, the
0: the Axemen now only get power when it's the opposite row. Oh so. yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah. it's Sorry. even think... not as
0: good good against anymore, right?
1: Uh yeah. unless they're stacking. <laughs> Um, and, and then you have multiple Axemen on multiple rows.
0: Yeah, 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 which again is is part of the trade-off. Do you put it all on one row or do you put it on multiple rows? It's kind of interesting. So in any case, the, the Dwarf uh, deck is kind of the go-to Scoia'tael deck uh, at the moment. Um, you briefly mentioned Northern Realms, so there's a few kind of variations, but it's largely centered around um, the armor kind of deck at the moment, which is, yep. I mean... It's it's a little bit varied, but it, it generally always has uh, the card called. <laughs> yeah, and of
1: course, sorry, the the king, the linchpin card is King uh, Prince Dennis, of course. Lynch yes, exactly. You, you said ridiculous. it right. Donculus, yes. And it's the reason why you run Shani. It's so good. Correct, correct. But so Prince Dennis, uh, you just run a shiny so you can. Yeah, so what it
0: does, Prince Tetris is 3 base power, and it says deploy, play the top loyal bronze or silver unit in your deck, and give it 5 armor, and it also gives you uh, 5 armor on deploy. So use that to tutor out another. Uh, crazy unit, because uh, we all know that bronze units are the new meta, right? Yeah, <laughs> bronze yeah. units, uh, the power creep of bronze cards has gone way up. So you get an ex bronze card, and then you can use shiny, which allows you to resurrect a card from your graveyard, uh, bronze
1: or silver, uh, and then you get to do it all over again, right? Yeah, and then yeah, and Great. this time you kind of shiny into Princeton. There's like a one card combo. You have shiny mm-hmm. in your hand, and they might have you know three cards, and you're gonna win anyway. Because what's going to happen is you're going to play Shani, then Shani's going to get Prince Dennis. Prince yep. Dennis, because of Shani and his own ability, is going to go to 10 armor, yes. and Prince Dennis is going to pull a heavy Dunbanner cavalry. Yeah, And, and then the Dunbanner cavalry is going to take that 10 armor off, go to, I don't know, 18 with 5 armor, and you're going to have, like, Shani and Prince Dennis in play, and wow.
0: Exactly. Cool. As,
1: uh, as Life Coach would say, boom, 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 pow. Yep. Chow. Are you are you doing like are you gesticulating wildly with your hands? Yeah, second? how did you know? <laughs> awesome, I, I'm I'm psychic.
0: I love his little uh, <laughs> emotional yeah, responses. It. There, it's great. So yeah, so the armor deck is quite good. Um, I you know the interesting thing that I've seen in my games uh, and and watching people on stream is that while Northern Realms seems to be very popular at the moment, it's not as oppressive as people originally thought, moving into this this hot six without Squirtle. It's actually quite balanced. Like, Nilfgaard as well is very strong at the moment. I don't know if you've seen any Nilfgaard spy decks at the moment, but they're very, very strong. Uh, And guess what card is finally played? Assassination! (laughs) Yeah! No one ever thought that card would be
1: played, right? Holy shit, that card, I thought I was going to say I'm (laughs) glad we came to this, because when the Nilfgaard topic was going to get broached, I'm going to say holy shit assassination okay, this is what it can do if you if you put two cards that are you know less than eight it can kill both but not only can it do that right which is fantastic it's a two yes. for one and it's a two for one where you don't even need to build anything special it's it's, it's very interesting yeah, yeah. so hey of just, course, just quickly uh, really
0: just quickly uh assassination it's new ability for those of you listening who don't know it is damage enemies by eight and then eight
1: yeah. So separate and, and if you want, all thing the same. About that is right. Yeah. It can do them to both to the same unit as well. Correct. So if you have a lolo, they can literally do a silly thing and you know lose a gold to do it, but they could wipe out your trollolo. True. Because it's like sixteen damage. True. Uh, um, but the better use I've seen is you have these engine cards, and when you make, you know, when you kind of play one, then you cancel out the other two. It can just kill two of them. That's incredible. It's true. It's true. Uh just quickly you mentioned card killing Trollolo. I will say that a
0: card I've seen you know uh you know fairly often at the moment uh to counter card's like Trollolo is one of the other new gold cards which is Ascle. Uh
1: so oh, Ascle
0: yeah. yeah which is a card that allows you to destroy a bronze or silver enemy that is not
1: boosted. So that card is very good. Oh, and do you know what else Ascle is incredibly good at killing? Yes. Um uh, uh, the great swords. The scaling The great, great swords. swords, yeah. Because um the only good card know, that, uh, that Skelliger has
0: right now, right? Oh, well...
1: Uh, <laughs> Not the only good. The Oligan, is still pretty good. But
0: it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the center piece of the deck, I will oh, say, really. that, that is played with Skelliger.
1: Yeah. Actually, yes, it is. But yeah, do you want to tell our viewers what it does?
0: Yeah, so Greatsword is one of the new um, Skelliger cards. So its base power is 7. Uh, and what it does, I'm
1: just looking it up as we speak. I love this feature. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I can tell you. So it's got a timer yeah, go, go. of two. Go. Yes. And what it happens is whenever it has taken damage, so mm-hmm. every two turns, every it two checks turns. to see if it has taken damage. If it has, it resets itself and then gets strengthened by two. Yeah. So, so what's the combo, damage, right? What's the combo? Yeah, of course the combo as it was with, with the um uh, you know the uh, the hunter before, it's the long ships or the light ships. The light, the light long, long ships, ships
0: <laughs> the, the long yeah, light exactly. ships. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so the and ship long lights, the sh- ships of lights that are long, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and say so, hey, what what light long ships do is, uh, it it says every turn at the start of your turn damage the unit to the right by one and then strengthen yourself by two. So you can play uh, as your first move, for example, um, the great sword. It starts at two, then in your next turn it ticks down to one. You place the light long ship, and then your next turn it ticks down. After the light long ship damages it, so the light long ship damages it grows by two, and then the uh the great sword gets buffed so there's that cool little ordering uh timing thing there with it which which works really well and um i guess the this is the forms of the basis of the skeliger main Skelliger deck around at the moment i mean uh, there's there's axman to a lesser extent but the the other Skelliger deck is is great swords buffing you use light long ships um
1: uh, some decks so use adrenaline rush. The most important thing, I mm-hmm. guess, is that um, in that element, because the the long the light Longship regresses, yep. so it goes back to correct. But the the great sword strengthens, so and it does not regress. Correct. So that means that it just you know you can you can start getting some insane great swords, and when they get rezzed, they are really big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you also some decks uh, run adrenaline rushes to keep
0: your big units on the on the board. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. And you tutor oh. them out with one of the other new uh, bronze yeah. Skellige cards,
1: oh. Herbalist. Al- Herbalist, right,
0: yeah. Herbalist, nice. which also got a buff uh, in the hotfix recently. It's now two power instead of one, which is a minor buff, but it's good, right? Nice. Uh, also it's, it's, uh, <laughs> adds insult to injury with, um, uh, tremors as well. It's no longer, uh, yeah. counterable, just a minor okay. little thing there. Uh, but yeah, like you said, you use Priestess of Freya to res out your great swords again. Uh, you also run cards like, um, what is it called? Is it Jotun? Um, oh, no, am yeah. not Jotun, Jenga, Jengo uh, Fett. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fett. Fett. Yeah, yeah, Jenga Fett. It's actually, it's actually Jenga Fret. I just said Jenga,
1: Jenga yeah. Fret, but, um, but it's definitely
0: a Star Wars reference. Yeah, which is is a ten sil, uh, ten power of silver, deploy, damage two allies by one, and then strengthen self by two for each. So if you're running Crash. Right, uh, crash and create the leader. You pull this card out. It buffs it, strength, it's not buffs it, strengthens it. You damage your own great swords, which you want to do anyway, and then you can resist this later um, uh, with the with the silver Sigdrifa card. It, yeah. yeah, and you've just got like what, like a seventeen
1: powered silver card oh, plus Sigdrifa. Yeah. Cool tough. combos, right? So they have a lot of value, but I guess they just don't have, you know, maybe just that uh, unity in like goal that some of the other te- uh and other things do like with the armor thing it's all like it's very well um it, everything synergizes with itself very well so it's true it's true um now hey we haven't really mentioned nilfgaard much apart from assassination uh have you played against nilfgaard um i think yeah the one i played reveal a lot i played against reveal a lot before the um the hotfix but after the hotfix yeah it's really just uh, the kind of uh, kind of the assassin, spies kind of thing with assassin, hella, yeah. yeah. So Nilfgaard's
0: kind of turned into a control kind of faction, right? It yeah, runs cards like, like, like assassination, actually. yeah, and it runs the the new assassin cards, which can deal up to ten damage. um to a unit to their left, I think it is, Mm -hmm. off the top of my head, Um, and it runs, you know, things like Rock Tosser to to put a cow carcass and and threaten their units on the other side. Uh, So yeah, it's kind of morphed into control. Uh, uh, There's also the the Amir deck, which I haven't seen that much now, uh, at least in the Pro Letter uh, and watching streams, but it's, you know, it's obviously based on milling your opponent, which why I mentioned before the games can take
1: forever (laughs) oh really because of the um Avala yeah
0: so the whole whole idea is you you play Avala as many times as you can which draws both players two cards you get to a point where your opponent has no cards uh and then they run their own cards that can kind of um like uh What's the What's the card? Is it
1: Aesir? Aesir. yeah. So
0: Aesir puts two cards back in your deck, and then they can draw it again, and then they decoy Aesir, for example. Uh, and they've got other cards that combo in there, basically for them to be able to keep getting cards once you are you know done with your cards and then they play like rock tosses out and just destroy all your stuff because you can't even respond to it so uh, i've seen it out there a little bit not as much as i would have thought uh, but it is out there
1: uh, and then moving on to uh, the last faction monsters have you seen monsters played oh yeah what an interesting deck so now monsters has got some really key pieces yeah. like the um, Drowner is amazing. Holy Drowner holy. is
0: very, very good.
1: It's amazing. So it like it, does everything. What, and it what does Drowner so do again? Damage. Do you want to remind so, everybody? You know? I don't know exactly, but yeah, yeah. Look it up because it's very <laughs> impressive.
0: Uh, I will read it out. So Drowner, the new, the new and improved Drowner. So what it does is it's seven base power. Uh, it says move a unit to this row on its side. If it's an enemy, damage it by two. If the enemy is under weather of uh, uh, of any kind. Uh, after being moved, damage it by four instead. So you can combo it with things like Marigold's Tailstorm. Um what you can combo it with putting things into weather uh what else? It's just you can just get shit out of there like like if they've got a boat and a greatsword you just disrupt. Yeah their you can mass combo up. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's a good card, right? Yeah, and the best thing about it is, um, when I'm playing my Scoia'tael with my double Goldweather, I can also play Drowner.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, with the new new card. What's that card called? Uh, I haven't noticed it. Uh, Dor- so. Dor- yeah, so that's the, the two-powered, is it? So its yep. base power is two. I'm just looking it up as we speak. Um uh, and what it can do is, it's basically it, it can spawn any one of a number of cards. So uh, you've got uh, a few options here. So you can spawn a savage bear, you can spawn a werven, or you can spawn an ekimara or a Drowner. So, so it's really weird. There's three different monster units you can spawn, or you can spawn
1: uh, a skeleton unit. bit of a weird yeah, card. It's basically, what what I call it, what I like to call it, is "50 Shades of Dargari." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like. He, he has the four of the fifty covered. I'm sure in the next in the next few patches. <laughs>
0: yeah, what? This card will just be able to spawn anything.
1: <laughs> yep. That's monsters. <laughs> that's monster. Yeah.
0: And then we won't need a monsters faction anymore, right? Yeah. This card will just spawn all their cards. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, but no, uh, that's the... the name of the episode, by the
0: way. Please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So fine. Fifty no, Shades no. of Dora Gray. Okay. No, no. I like it. I like it. Fifty Shades of Dora Gray. <laughs> Oh, that would turn anyone off um <laughs> Uh, but no, hey, the, the, the good thing about this card is that it's flexible, right? So um, if you're, you know, just a few points behind and they pass and you can win the round one card down, you play something like an Ikumara. Uh, If you want to get something in a weather you, or out of weather or something like that, you play a Drowner. Uh, you know, if you're at the start of, the, uh, of a long-ish round, for example, you can play Savage Bear. Uh, Weber's the only one I haven't really seen played yet.
1: Yeah, uh, likewise.
0: Yeah, but it, it, it's an interesting card. Um, so, yeah, yeah but uh, I think the interesting thing about Monsters, because uh, before the hotfix of a four days ago, uh, Monsters was really not played at all much, uh, and that was because of how oppressive Stamilford's Tremors yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, but now Monsters is back, and I, I definitely think uh, the Dagon deck at the moment is, is is like a Tier 1 deck.
1: Yeah, I even uh, think like even the Wild... Hunt one isn't bad. Like I haven't played it. Wild Hunt is not bad uh, either.
0: I, I wouldn't say it's tier one, uh, but it's it's, ah, okay. it's 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 good. Uh you know, it's it's interesting, it's got some cool combos, but Dagon is just very, very strong. Have you seen Petrified play? Like he's he's developed a very good deck and it's got um I don't know, it's it's just naturally strong.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean it's got so many util like uh these, it's got the harp not the Soleno harpies but the other harpies. The harpies which uh, got will a change. lot of powerful things, yeah, for sure.
0: It's true. It's still it's still running Soleno harpies, which yeah. Monsters... yeah, yeah. You
1: can never not run it. It's... Yeah, you could never, Again, never was, escape was, that card. I think it's perennially the best bronze card until of course I think the patch happened. Now I think it's not anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah. And um most of the, the decks also they run um which is a very very cool card now since it's been changed, Kram. So oh
1: yeah, geez. it's such a so much better.
0: Yeah, so much better. So the new Kram <laughs> uh, is it's a legendary gold unit. Uh, it's four power base, and it says deploy consumer unit with six or less power. If there is yeah. no eligible unit, boost self by eight. So someone plays
1: um i don't know what's, I'll tell what's... you exactly what it happens in me. every game Tell me. it I play um that uh shield support or siege support guy kid Siege support kid siege support hey yeah yeah instantly every game of yeah. my eight games like uh the the Karen comes out and nom nom noms on it
0: very true, very true, or the other uh i guess common northern realms card with with the other armor decks at the moment, so uh uh what else is there? What's the other one that they play commonly as well? As a support unit? Uh, no, no, no—the one that buffs everything. Uh, oh but, no, so but that's, summon, so that's safe Yeah, that's the blue safe. stripe scout. Blue stripe scout.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. So
0: I, 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 I get confused because they changed the the, the abilities of this card. So the, the functionality. New, right? The new blue stripe scout is the old. Uh, what is it called? The old twenty uh, something something something. So the new Blue Stripe Scout is deploy boost self by one. Uh, this unit and all Bronze loyal tamarin units with the same power in your hand, deck, or your side of the board. So uh. if you're playing like, uh, you know, Henzold or something and just wants to play all these or play one and then Reaver Scout to, to get another one, uh, you can play that and then, you know, it pulls uh, a Blue Stripes Commando. Uh, so you have two four-powered guys and then they play K-Ran, get rid of your Blue Stripes Scout, and then suddenly, you know, you you know, you know can't bring the rest out, you know. Your Reaver Scout can't pull another one if you don't have a, the second one in hand. Yeah. Um, but yeah you, the short answer is KRAN is very good for stopping you know certain cars that can be uh, I guess snowbally
1: yeah, there's engine cards that i people are starting to call them now
0: yeah yeah, so uh it 's good, but yeah so so the good thing I guess is that we 're saying is the meta is very diverse at the moment, not just with the pro letter but with um you know the meta of normal ranked in general. Um, there's a lot of different decks out there. Uh, the meta is still, I guess, in its infancy. Yes. It's still developing. People haven't figured out what you know the best decks are yet. They haven't fully refined them, I mean we've got a bit of an idea. Uh, but yeah, you know, after 350
1: different. games, you'd hope. <laughs> if they play. really have played that many. <laughs> uh, See, just... I'm just thinking, like, it's not like, oh man, I, like you'd have to. Yeah, I don't want to say it. It's like, it's almost like for someone to play that many games eight yeah. for, you know, 96 hours straight or what? No, not even. It's much more. Yeah, 96 hours straight. It's like, I don't want to accuse anyone, but just it's like, do, do you have to start hot seating by that point? Or I don't know what. <laughs> hey, uh, as we speak, it's already got up to 357. Uh, and hey, what
0: was yeah. your, just let's oh. go back to this for a second. Was it 3.6 games an hour? Did you did you work yeah. that out? So twenty-four yeah, hours in a day Twenty-four times hours a day, four days. Ninety-six days. hours. So let let's minus. Let's say they spend eight hours a day in bed, right? No,
1: but that at that point it becomes so high. Yeah. yeah. So it it's even more. So, like so five it's, plus. But that so means you can't literally play that many games. Like not proper games. Sure. You'd have to leave games or anyway. It's anyway. Who knows? So
0: that's that's about ninety games a day, right? But if you yeah. actually consider that the day is only sixteen hours instead mm-hmm. of twenty four, assuming they play sixteen hours a day. Uh that's yeah, that's five point four games yeah, yeah. an hour then mm. in the waking hours. Yeah, which which is just ridiculous. Five point four games an hour? Like so that means each game has to be about what, eight minutes, something like, like 10, that?
1: 12. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it that's... can be ten, but like no way. There's queue time. There's like lag time. There's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. So that's
0: one game every eleven minutes, non-stop for sixty-eight hours a day, four days so far. He doesn't
1: have time to open his <laughs> own kegs. He, he has no soul. He has no soul. Like all those kegs <laughs> sitting there,
0: not getting opened. Yeah, he can't. He doesn't even have time to open kegs. Yeah, this guy has no time to open kegs. <laughs> Every keg he opens, it's like oh, I could have won
1: another game. <laughs> Opening that keg would have would have been an extra game. <laughs> but do one thing though, I must say, kudos to him for his passion. Or... Oh
0: yeah, and Kuda. hey, all the people that are that are really going gung ho for the top of the ladder, uh, good on them, good for them. I couldn't do it, uh, but I'm really happy for them that that they enjoyed yes. the game so much. I hope they don't burn out.
1: Yes. I um, agree with all those Yeah,
0: points. I do believe there's a there's a tournament coming up soon. I think that might be part of uh, why everyone's racing for it. There's a tournament coming up in about a week where the top uh, people on the ladder, uh, you know, at a certain point in in a week's time, will get entry to
1: this tournament. So maybe that's part of the reason why people are racing. Okay, um, but I guess at that point there'll be enough days that people have a com- like all of the people in contention should have their yeah. You know, it's another week. Games.
0: You think people could easily play a few more hundred games in another week. If, if you could yeah, play yeah. I mean, almost 400 games intention. in yeah. four days. Whew, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> but I guess, is that a good segue? Speaking of tournaments, shall we give our viewers some tips for not, things not to do? Yeah, please tell me because I want to learn how not to be a bad player. <laughs> okay. so, so, uh, going back to our usual segment, we missed it the last
0: two times, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, I, I did give it, I think, while you are away. I oh, right, okay, that. so we
1: missed it the time before. Yeah, when I, so, so what is our segment called, my friend? This, a state of vent. A state of vent. And what is a state of vent? I guess we just talk about, you know, awesome plays or bad plays we've done. Mostly just, bad which, plays
0: we've done, right? <laughs>
1: that seems the, to be the, the bad plays that you can learn lessons from, <laughs> and hopefully you'll never do them again.
0: That's true, unless unless you do. Uh, so have you have you got a good example of, of some awesome play you've done or bad play you've done or something you've seen? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's 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 a follow on from that situation that I just was talking about before. So imagine the board. It's uh you know soft sunny day. The battlefield is set. You've <laughs> um, you, you've got the upper ground. You know you've read Sun Tzu's Art of War. You know yeah. the enemy, but they're monsters. So do you really know them? Who knows? Um, <laughs> and then across the field from you is uh huh and so you're like, okay, yeah, I got this. I got a lot of Siege units. They can break down his shell. Um, uh-huh. So you play Hedweni Siege Support. And he's like, sure. okay. Uh, so you're, you're okay, Hansel, right? It, it, I'm Hansel. Yeah, it consumes my Siege Support. I'm like, okay, damn, I lost my Siege Support. Let, me play, let me play the Redanian Elite. It's, the, um, it's like six power. comes with... Uh, with the five armor, right? Five armor. But when you eat the armor, it gets like five extra points yep yep and i'm like he he, then he does something i'm like oh yes my my red danian elites alive time to hensel i hensel nothing happens i'm like (laughs) what how what is this sorcery it's bug i I, then i went i went alt tab bug report on cd project red you know started writing it then i was like okay wait what does hensel actually do i read it i'm like oh my god Hensel actually has been changed.
0: Wait, Hensel's not auto win? What?
1: No, it's not. <laughs> what it says is you can you can use its ability to get all of the units out of um uh, the, uh, the, the the deck, but only for Kedweni units, support units, and machine units.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> actually it's
1: funny you mention this example. Without reading any of the patch notes, so yeah, it's what I it's what I deserve
0: there. By the way, heartbreaking moment. Uh if it makes you feel any better. Uh, I think, was it Life Coach or Super JJ I was watching on stream, like, on the first day of patch, and they did the same exactly. Oh, I can't remember which one of it was. Better. Uh, might Also, both.
1: I still won the game, so it makes me better. Yeah, I think
0: they were doing it on, um, a different card, though, maybe? Um, it might have been, I'm not sure. No, I think they would try to do it on poor flanking infantry potentially, because yeah. Paul in Interest is a soldier. Yeah, it's Tiberi, I think. Yeah, yeah, so also not uh, tutorable not a with... with <laughs> Although, <also.
1: laughs> some people might argue it's a machine or not, because it <laughs> feels like a machine to me. When you have three seed supports, it's like a bajillion points. Yes, this
0: is, this is true. Um, okay. So, yeah, you're so, right, with three seed your... supports, that becomes a 19-point bronze card. Isn't that ridiculous? Wow. Yeah, that's the nice. the power creep of bronze cards is just is kind of crazy in this this patch. It's and hotfix. Um, it's really kind of impressive. Actually, d- just just quickly on that point, now that gold units have kind of come down in value. Oh, a lot. Uh, and bronze cards have kind of come up in value, like. Uh, it, 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 what do you think of this kind of meta that we're now in, where, where the value of bronze, silver, and gold is nowhere near as, I guess, wider gap as it used to be? Now that like okay, I think
1: it that uh, gold's are targetable. Oh, let's not talk about the gold's targetable thing. That that yeah. one's a whole another conversation. I think it's a great thing, by the way. I think it's good. Uh, let's talk about that later. But let's talk about the parity between or the closer parity between everything. Yeah. Um, I think. I won't comment on whether it's good or not yet, but it, it achieved CD project's goal. What they said was, in their you know internal data gathering and analytics, they found that the winner of the game was in many cases decided not by the conflict, but by whoever could draw like more golds. And they said whoever drew more golds yeah, would all win. That's so true. That is the issue they're trying to resolve. Well, yes, they have resolved it.
0: I totally agree. I I think then becoming more close in value as well it becomes more of a more of a game of um you know okay the balance of a deck is not on the power of the golds it's on the power and you know combination and and how you put the the bronze cards in right so because you know you're allowed to put 3 of each bronze cards uh you know if or you don't draw that, gold. yeah, yeah, and the value of the bronze cards effectively has gone up in power, if you don't draw all of your golds, it's not like, oh, I've lost, you know. There has been games yeah. that I've played where, you know, I, I, I might only draw one gold and and, and I still win, you know, or, or, or no golds because, you know, there's certain cards that, you know, like we said before, that, that can just pull a ton ton of power out on the board. Uh, and not totally be reliant on this gold power. So I, I think it's a good thing
1: for the game. Um, it's still Actually, something yeah, that a, needs to be a little bit of... balanced. Yeah, yeah. It's a very good you... way of saying it, because I, until you said it, I didn't think about it. Now the gold inclusion in my deck is not about like which is the most OP gold, although I guess for some it's... decks it is. It's like which is the most technical gold I can have that add, gives my deck tech against some things. Ah, because, like, great, for example, great word, tech. Yeah, gold ah, I should think be tech Yeah, because now. I'll give you an example of a good gold, but not the most powerful gold. But now yeah. that gold units can die, it's a very good gold to have because it has a good come into play. But like, it's the um, Escal or whatever. Uh Eskil? Yeah, the new. The we were new, just talking uh, about it before. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. it,
0: it can kills any non buffed unit basically. He, he,
1: yeah, which is non-goal. Yeah, exactly.
0: Non-goal. Yeah, and and that card, by the way, just on that card, that card is the new Gigni. Uh, Geralt, Igni <laughs> I have almost not seen at all, uh, and that's because it's it's gotten a bit nerfed. You know, you need to be 25 power on the board for it to kill the highest unit now. Um, and the result is that Eskil has kind of become the new Gigni. Would you agree with that yeah. statement?
1: It's certainly a lot more common I now, would, but like, now that you've said it, I've just had a revelation. Like, yes. I should put Gigni back into all of my decks because <laughs> no one plays around <laughs> No me. one expects but the Gigni. The other day, I literally saw... I, I put it on my, my Spy, right? A 12-pointer. And he yes. literally... He, he had an Agile unit. He put the 12-pointer in the exact same room. Ah, uh, nobody expects Spanish no, okay, Inquisition. It's, it's twenty-four. I know it's twenty-twelve plus twelve plus twenty-four. But like, I could have put anything else down on that row or whatever, yes. and then Gigni them. Like, no one plays around it. I think it's now's true. a good time. People they do, do not down. play yeah.
0: uh, around Gigni anymore, which is a very interesting thing. So I can already hear the cogs turning in your brain. Uh, how you're going to make the anti-meta meta deck, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh hey just quickly before we finish up um i will give my state events submission uh just a very quick one because it was just something uh really quick and, and, and dumb that i did <laughs> but hey it's a good um i guess uh, uh uh warning out there to everybody that the little things do matter uh and uh yeah so i was playing henselt i think uh, and I was playing that card, uh, uh, this, this one bronze card, as kind of an anti-weather card, and that's the, uh, tell me if you can guess it, so it's the seven based power, um, uh, what's it called? Oh, you know the card I'm talking about, right? Uh, Redanian Knight. Yeah, yeah. So the seven base power, every turn at the start of your oh, turn, yeah, if yeah. this yeah. unit mm-hmm. has no armor, boost it by two and add two armor to it. Oh, by the way, this card slightly changed. Uh, before I started playing this card, um, I didn't realize it, uh, so it It comes down to 7 power, and it doesn't have 2 armor on deploy anymore, right?
1: Yeah, so it goes to 9.
0: and two. Yeah, yeah. So it starts at 7, it doesn't have armor, uh, and then the next turn it'll go to 9, right? Whereas before the patch, it was what? It it came down at 7 with the armor?
1: Am I right? Yeah, so now I guess it has more upside, but it's lightning boltable. Though, I mean, would you actually lightning bolt it? Probably not. True, but effectively it's always 9 power right now. No, 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 ends. but that's, that's, there's a huge difference. So now when True. it comes down, it's, it's vulnerable to things that do 7 damage. Yeah, and also if you place it in Weather uh,
0: by itself without any other units there, uh, what happens? Uh, oh. I can't even remember. Yes. Uh, anyway, the short answer is um, uh, I was playing this card. My opponent was also playing this card. Uh, and we got to the end of round one and we, we'd gone through almost all of our hands. We only had like one or two cards each, something like that. Uh, and the power on the board was something like 130 versus, uh, I think I was something like 130 and he was like a hundred and then he plays this card and he, and he goes to 129 and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can pass now. And then I passed and then he gains two points and goes over me by one. Aww. And I'm like, oh no. And then oh, because God, of oh. that, um, He didn't have to play a card, so we went to the next round, and he won that on even cards. Uh, And it was just something so small, and I just totally forgot that that gains the two, uh, because it doesn't deploy with armor anymore. And it's just like, hey, okay, (laughs) I'm done for the day. (laughs) I'm on tilt now. Uh, But yeah. That's a good one. But hey, little things do matter, and before you just do an automatic pass, because you can see points on the board and you're up... uh, Big bit, bit of a bit of a you know, warning. Might be worth checking just to see that they don't have something out there that you know, like like a, a redanian knight or a drummer or something that can can give you an extra point or two because uh, yeah, that could ruin your day. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. So hey, any anything else you wanna mention, talk about?
1: No, I or think that's that about it. it. I think we went longer than we originally anticipated.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So hey, let's let's bring this to a close. Oh, um a lot of good stuff coming up. Interested to see how the ladder will develop. Uh and uh and <laughs> once people all, you know, I guess at the top start getting to 400 games uh minimum each and the the kind of MMR settles, uh we will see. Uh, see who rises to the top and who becomes cream of the crop. So I'm very interested Thanks. to see that. Um, you know, normal ranked is not as kind of interesting anymore. It's still great if you if you. I would say if you are interested in the cosmetic rewards and want kegs and for newer players, I say the normal normal ranked is obviously you know where you want to be. Uh, but if you want a bit of a diverse and you know you can put in the time while you're already there into the pro ladder. Um, you know, the Pro Ladder is definitely, I I would say, a lot more of a varied meta because of the nature of, of the, you know, the faction MMR system at the moment. So definitely a lot of fun. I'm definitely going to play more than 11 games. Uh, yeah. But right now, I'm having fun. I'm enjoying watching a lot of people play different decks on stream instead of the one deck over and over and over again.
1: Oh, yeah, that's very...
0: <laughs> it's it's a big positive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hey, a lot of good things to look forward to. Uh... Yeah, this is Ragnar saying good night. Good night. Bye.